It's Ballpark Beef, your favorite podcast, back and better 2024. Fellas, we're going to talk a little bit about Yamamoto finally signing with the Doyers of Los Angeles. Talk about our fantasy football recap and some uh, some football playoffs. So, DJ, spin that track. Yo, 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 Ballpark Beef family, how we doing? Uh, we took a little week off for the holidays. I hope I hope that's okay with you guys. Uh, we needed a week off, spend time with the fam, enjoy uh, Christmas and the new year. So happy holidays to all. Uh, fellas, how was your holidays? Uh, did you get everything you want from Santa Claus? And uh, hope you had a happy new year. Hey, man, it's a uh, new year, but same us. Santa Claus did his wonders and made me a happy man. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pause. <laughs> <laughs> Big pause. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Santa is wonderful. 2024. I think 2024 is a humongous year, both oh. in the terms of ballpark beef and personally for each one of us. I see yeah. big things, big, big things in 2024. Yeah, we, we really have some huge things coming this year, right, guys? Yeah, I mean, if you sure thought do. 2023 went fast, wait till this year. I mean, mm. be- between me and Jimmy, Nick, you may have some great news on the horizon. Like, it's going to be a crazy year. Speak it into existence, baby. It's going to be a crazy year. Crazy Love the year. energy. Love the energy. And guess what, guys? You get to come along on the ride with us the whole year, 2024. We probably will be taking some sort of. I'm gonna say we're gonna take a break in February. February will be our break month. Okay. This is news. Uh, this is news to us. Um, just because we have some stuff going on in February, and I don't know, maybe we'll stop like the week after the Super Bowl. That'll be our last episode, and then start back up. Maybe. When does first spring training usually start? End of February. I think it's usually the first week of March. No. Yeah, so we'll take a few weeks off for season three. All right, sounds good. A few weeks off. A few weeks off just to get our uh, our minds right. Little break, spend some time. Me and Nick got to get back in the gym. Uh, We slacked the past two weeks, but uh, that's okay, right, Nick? It's all right. We'll get back. Yeah, the holidays wasn't a good excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit it today. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Hit a lick today. Yeah, I, hit Listen, I would hit the gym every day too if it was in my own house. Yeah, facts. It's not in my own house. It's not. No. I got no. a place. Oh, he's got a place. Oh. I got a place. It's he uh. What? I thought it was in your house the whole time. Yeah, no, I did no, too. no, no. It's uh, it's ghost towns at this gym. It's it's actually great because I don't think there's going to be too big of a rush. Uh huh. The new year, it's a little low key. It's uh, it's a pretty nice little spot. Fire. I love the I love the low key spots. Too bad around us, there's literally everyone Zero. is in there, in there either trying to be some kind of um, fitness model, or uh, they they sit on their phones on a machine for thirty minutes. Like it's it's the worst. I'd I'd rather a ghost town gym. All right, let's let's uh, let's talk about this then. If we're gonna if we're gonna j- dive into it, so all right, let's go. Let's talk about what's this what's a good duration for a workout? Like how long do you need to hit? One to two muscle groups, in and out. You're not on your phone. What like what's a normal time? Honestly, what, if without it, cardio, without 
A little warm, a little cardio warm up. Okay. Realistically, you only need like an hour to hour and a half. Like an hour and a half is maybe pushing it. You're going a little heavier that day. You want to get a little more work in. But like with cardio, you can get all that done hour, hour and 15. If you're efficient, you have to be efficient. You can't be on your phone uh, talking to the dude. Because a lot of these people must know each other because everyone's always talking to somebody. Uh, but like me and Nick, we get in there, we do our cardio, we do our 20 minutes, we get on the, we get on the workouts, we're done with both in an hour. And then we decide if we want to do abs or not. Like we are very efficient, very efficient. That's good. Okay. No, that makes sense. Cause I only did, did a five minute cardio warm up today just to get, you know, get the, get the heart beating a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then hit the muscle groups and I was done in 45 minutes. Yeah. So you add the 15 minutes for more cardio for you, and that's an hour. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like you don't need to yeah. be in there no. chit chatting or being on your phone. This isn't a this isn't a hobby. No, this is a it's a lifestyle. It's not a social club. This is a gym. Yeah, I mean, who wants to go to the gym and be there for two, three hours? Not me. <laughs> Especially like when it's during the week and you got to wake up for work the next morning. Yeah, like uh, that's that's the thing, and it's crazy because it it just it kills all the other people who are trying to be efficient because they're just holding up machines. It's like get the fuck off the machines, do your workout so other people can do their shit. There's always need- that uh there's always that one day, like every two weeks, where me and Jonathan just look at each other and we're like, nothing's open, bro, let's just go. Yeah, we'll we'll do our cardio. <laughs> so our, at our gym, our cardio is upstairs. So we'll go upstairs, do our 20 minutes. We'll come down, Nick will look around, we'll do like one kind of lap. He'll look at me and I'm like, let's just go. That's, that's at least just, we did our cardio. Everybody's sitting there either on the phone or there's like a group of five just talking on like the most important machine for everyone. It's just like, I'm not just going to stand here and ask you how much more sets you have. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll just come back tomorrow. You got guests at your gym? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe now that we got Saturday mornings available, we could mm. do a little, a little workout together. We're going to rip some workouts? A little throwback. Well, uh, it's throwback hard to, to get. We used to. It's hard to get this guy in the morning, bro. His earliest is 11. Nah, I, I'll, I'll, I can go earlier. I'll get him out of bed. If it was up awesome. to me, I'd be going at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I can't do that. On a weekend? No. I could see you at 9. Nine's, 9, 10. Nine's pushing it. 9, 30, 10. How about that? No, we got to be We got to be out by 10. Got a whole day to, got a whole weekend to go for. That's crazy. Anyway, you know who does work out? Yoshinobu Yamamoto, baby. He works out. He worked out a deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, the deal was for, was it uh, 10,325 or 12,325? I already forgot. I think it was 12,325. 12,325. Um, the Mets originally gave him that offer, and then he went back to the Dodgers, and he said match it. I think in the end, he was going to the Dodgers regardless. Um, I mean, I'm. I, I mean, maybe if Steve Cohen th- blew him away with another offer, maybe. Um, the, Didn't give him the, a chance. Yeah. I think he was going to the Dodgers regardless. Um, the Yankees stayed at the 300 mil. Uh, they didn't move off of that. It's fine, in my opinion. I don't think anyone should be getting paid more than Garrett Cole. Um, and the guy hasn't thrown a pitch in the major leagues yet. So uh, as good as he can look, I don't care. He, he, what if he's a bust? What if he's a bust? He could be a bust. He doesn't throw a pitch. The thing is, the thing is on the Dodgers, he doesn't have too much pressure, though. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like you're surrounded by greatness at every single position. 
And, and it's so sad. Deep. The Dodgers are doing all this to win 110 games in the regular season and exit in the first round of the playoffs. At best. At best. I don't care who the Dodgers sign. I will not believe they're a good team until they win multiple World Series with players they have now. And actually make the NLCS back-to-back years. The only team to do that recently, that is an actual dynasty. The King of the is, East. Is the Houston Astros. And, uh, and the well, Braves what? too, no? Didn't they make it the last two years? Well, I mean, the Astros, I would say, are more of a dynasty right now. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're going to be slowly falling off soon. Why do you say that? Just have that feeling, man. They've been doing it for almost eight years. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how much longer they can keep doing it. They're on the downswing, Nick says. The Astros are on the downswing? Is that a possibility? First take of 2024? Mm. Don't think it's a bad one. No, I don't think it's... it's it, I, I don't know. I, think, I still think they're a very good team. I don't count speaking them out. Of, speaking about the Braves, though, you saw their trade? Yeah. Well, trade for Chris Sale, Vaughn Grissom, back to the uh, to the Red Sox. I don't necessarily like it for them. He's a little bit of a head case. I don't know that he, he can't stay when healthy. Time, yeah, when was the last year he was fully healthy? They don't need him to be like like the same thing with Yamamoto. Like the Dodgers don't need him to be there. Like they're not counting on him with all the pressure. In New York, he might have had a little bit more pressure, Yamamoto. Right? Like with the Mets, he probably would have been. Rust into the number one spot right in the spotlight in New York media. That's a tough position, but same for Chris Sale. Like he doesn't have to. Spencer Strider's their guy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Chris Sale knows he's a big named guy. He's not going to have that mentality. I think he's going to want to not become the superstar because he's not, but like be in that conversation with that team. Yamamoto, you could just sit back and relax, and you know he can go ten and ten on the year, and they'll still probably win a hundred because he knows the next. Yeah. Four games they ha- they easily could win. True. I don't know. That's just what I think. I mean, that's how I would think if I was Chris Sale. I don't know. He's got a dog in him, but he also fights his teammates, so that could be a problem in that in that young um, clubhouse. I'd give it a, a C plus trade. I don't really care for it on either side. No. Nah. Fawn Grissom is kind of mid. Chris Sale's been yeah. mid. Can't stay healthy. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Trade market, though. What are your guys' predictions? Where are these uh, rest of these big-name starting pitchers going? We got... Let's need one. Bieber's available. Cease is available. I've been hearing um, Corbin Burns is available. I've been hearing, actually, Bieber and Klasse in a package deal is available. Woodruff. Woodruff. I mean, there's some there's some good pitchers left on this market. Like, mostly are on the trade market. Uh, Snell is still available. Monty's still available. Um, but yeah, I mean, in my opinion, as far as the Yankees go, I would I would love to see a, a Bieber Class A trade. That would get my pants tight. Aren't all three of our teams in search of another starter now? Well, mine being the most, because didn't uh, Yankees traded Montas right? No, they he was in free agency, and the Reds oh. overpaid the fuck at for him. Jesus, unless it's just the market right now. But to give a dude who hasn't pitched a full season in two years sixteen million dollars is insane. Yeah, the Mets jumping on Severino for twelve was a great sign. It was 
Because Severino can pitch like an ace, but mm-hmm. can is a big word. Yeah, I mean, every one of the pitchers that are available between Monty, Snell, can, they can they can lead a rotation, right? Like uh, Woodruff, Cease, Corbin Burns, they all could, could you know, drive a rotation in, in the heat of a playoff race. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the market. It's exactly right. It's the market. Yeah, the market's crazy. Never in my my uh, past two years that I think Monty would be worth over twenty million dollars AAV on the open for like market. five years for like yeah. five years. It's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely yeah. G- insane. What did Giolito get? Didn't Giolito get a, a, a package and a half? It wasn't like crazy. I know it was a, like it wasn't in the twenties, right? No, but he didn't even deserve that. Yeah, he got a two yeah, year, was... thirty-eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's insane for someone like Gilito who hasn't done shit. Last last season, he went eight and fifteen with a four point eight. No, but like, what's worse is how much he regressed in the second half of the season, and his fastball has like zero gas on it now. Yeah, he's his regressing. second half of the season, he pitched to like a seven ERA. He's regressing very much. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it has to be something has something to do with just needing like pitchers, and because of what he was capable of, they think he's going to be able to do that every year. Yeah, I mean, if they taking a chance, <laughs> yeah, a chance on what the pitching market is crazy, guys. Well, I'm sure we'll have some more signings probably next week's episode. I, I think things should start coming together. It's been very slow. I don't like how MLB does stuff. Everything's so slow. Yeah. So slow until the like the deadline or the end like the beginning of something. And then uh we also have that Japanese pitcher, a manga, right? Yep. Imanaga. Uh, he has uh I think four or five more days to sign with a team or else he has to go back to Japan. Um so I mean he's not he's not a Yamamoto, but who knows? Who knows? You guys see Quality the stuff lefty with Wander pitcher. Franco going around? Wander Franco, man. Yeah, we're not giving him any airtime, <laughs> that's for sure. No. Generational talent ruined his life. That's all that it is to say about that. Disgusting. Yeah. Completely ruined his life. Um, but yeah, so right. I, think in the next, I think in the next 10 days, a lot of these free agents will be, be getting signed. I think you know the holidays are past. Everyone's going to start working and start moving there's going to be some some rumors and stuff that are going to move the market i think and i think in I think in 10 days this next episode coming and then this episode after that we should have a, a quality group of guys that are signed but that's baseball for you yeah slow but it'll, it'll come together eventually uh so let's let's get into the uh our nfl power rankings talk a little bit about the playoffs um, and then after that, we'll get into our fantasy wrap-up. Fantasy football's over. Um, but let's start with our rankings for Week 18, final week of the year. We have, uh, without, hard. without further ado, let me introduce to you guys Ballpark Beef's top five NFL rankings. Brought to you by Ballpark Beef. At number five, who do you got, Nick? Of course, you picked me first. Uh, honestly, I'm going with the Lions. I uh, don't think they should have lost that game against the Cowboys. 
think the Lions are still a pretty solid team. Um, with that win against the Cowboys, I would have put them higher, but I think they still cracked the top five going into week 18. Yeah, I, I, I could agree with you there. Um, I'm on ESPN right now, and I, they have like a the league standings. Honestly, I agree with the whole league standings right now. Um, so it, my my rankings are going to be the whole league standings, to be honest with you. Um, at five, I have the Lions. Um, someone in Dallas paid those refs because that shit was crazy. That game should have been won by the Lions. Um, and I just, I don't know, man. I think the Lions are a better team than the Cowboys. And the Lions are at five. Oh, damn. Uh, this is hard. This is hard. It makes you better, Jim. I'm not going with Jonathan's uh, top five, so. Actually, I'm changing mine, so don't worry about it. Chiefs? Chiefs number five. Chiefs at five. Chiefs at five. Chiefs okay. at I think five. I think, they're, I think they're a better team. I think they're a better team than their record lends them to, to lends, lends people to believe. Um, I don't like, I wouldn't want to face the Chiefs in the playoffs. A little scared of them, so I don't know. I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs at five. Let's keep it. Keep it. Keep it interesting. I think that the thing that makes the Chiefs so scary is that they have the most experience in the playoffs. Yeah, very true. Definitely, very true, my friend. My number four is, which is pretty arguably the best. Well, not best, but second hottest team in the league. Going with the Buffalo Bills. Sunday is going to be a, uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a scripted game, but uh, it's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. No, I want to change my answer now. Damn it. I don't want the Chiefs in there. Number four, I have the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I know we just got blown out by the Ravens, uh, but I still think we're fourth best in the league. Uh, The 49ers also got blown out by the Ravens. So, I mean, the Ravens will get into their ranking soon, but... Uh, there's a new number one. Let's let's leave it at that. And doubt the truth. If you'd like, you can change your five. I am. Number five, Dolphins of Miami. Number four, Dolphins of Miami because they're just they're they're just good. Their offense is disgusting. Um, the Chiefs not as good as the Dolphins, and I made a mistake there. So let me get the Chiefs on out of there. Number four is a team that might not even make the playoffs. Buffalo. It's I believe crazy. in Buffalo. I believe in crazy. Buffalo. They're either going to be the two seed or they're going to be eliminated from the playoffs. So, um, Better go and get it. That's all I'm going to say. Better go and get it. Okay. My, uh, my number three is the Miami Dolphins. Like Jonathan said, despite them losing to the Ravens, I think the year that the Dolphins are having with all the injuries that they've had, to be where they are at right now, a lot of teams will not be where they are. I, Nick Chubb this week. I could agree with you. We have lost our top two pass rushers. We've had a different O-line combination every single week. We've had weeks where we're without Jalen Waddell or Tyreek Hill. Uh, it, it's been a crazy week of a crazy year of injuries for the Dolphins, and for them to be eleven and five, it's it shows a lot of our coaching and stuff like that. But I don't want to suck the Dolphins too much. We got our rankings to continue. Uh, but at number three, this hurts me 
and it hurts me a lot. But my number three team is the Buffalo Bills. They are very hot. Very hot right now. Very hot. Uh, I like they're, it. They're a scary team. I have some stats for you guys on Josh Allen's past three weeks. His past three weeks have been pretty bad. Uh, he's So the, his past three weeks, he's thrown for 169 yards, 237 yards, and 94 yards. And they've won all three of those weeks. Uh, this <laughs> this new look offense over, over uh, under Joe Brady is more focused on running the ball uh, through James Cook. And James Cook is a stud. Uh, so to see them do this without Josh Allen, who is their best weapon, take over the game is scary. Very scary. Uh, so that's why I have the Buffalo Bills at numero prey. It's me. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think the third best team in the league is Dallas, and and you know the fact that you guys are not even putting them in your top five is kind of insulting because they have a potent offense. They're ripping the ball. West Coast offense. Yeah, I get it. They lost the one week, right? Like, but they're gonna win their division. The Eagles absolutely choked that division. Got blown out, but they not blown out, but they got destroyed by the Cardinals in the last second. Um, but yeah, Dallas, their best team in the league, I think. Um, solid running game. CD Lamb is is he almost passed Tyreek, by the way. Tyreek was on a historic yardage pace and CD Lamb's like fifty some odd yards behind him. So yeah. Um who knows what's gonna happen this week. But yeah, Dallas Dallas is a good team. I still believe in them. I can't stand them because I'm a Giants fan, but Dallas number three. All right. And to cap it off with 2-1, um, and honestly, after this week, it's uh, a little bit more favor to the one than the two. Uh, 49ers at two and the Ravens at one. Um, this looks like to be the best Ravens team I've ever seen, honestly. Um, I know as, as good the 49ers are, but they didn't stand a chance against the Ravens. They were completely healthy. Um, Lamar Jackson, I think, hands down, has an MVP under his belt after this year. Who? Yep. Uh, same. Same here. Uh, Niners are at number two, and then uh, Ravens at one. Lamar's the MVP this year. The way they dismantled two good teams in back-to-back weeks is, you know, you, you can't put that past them. Uh, they're the scariest team going into the playoffs. Their defense is scary. Their offense is scary. Uh, I thought the Niners would be the scariest team, but it's the Ravens. Uh, Niners are still scary, but Ravens are, uh, you know, they're they're the team to beat right now. So, go, go, uh, good luck in the AFC. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, two Niners, one Ravens. think it's pretty clear. Um, there's a focused Lamar Jackson on the Ravens this year. They are a problem team. Trying to find his 2018 stats just to see if I can compare it to this year's stats. When he uh, when he won MVP in his rookie year, um, yeah, no, is it 2019 he won MVP? I don't know when he won MVP. Regardless, he's looking like he's on another level. He's just focused. He's poised. He's confident. He's he's gonna be a problem in the playoffs. I think I think the AFC goes through them. Yep, I agree. It really, does. AFC run through Baltimore. And uh... so I do want to I do want to say something about the Cowboys though because I know Jimmy's is t- talks about how good they are this year. Nothing wrong with the Cowboys. 
I just think they got very lucky that the Eagles are finally losing games how they should. And if the Eagles were to beat the Cardinals uh, over the weekend and the Cowboys lost, well, I'm sorry, if the Cowboys lose the division, if they don't finish second, I think they get knocked out in the first round. As good as they have been playing this year, a team to be 3-5 and five away when you're 11-5 and five as a team record, I, I don't think you're qualified to be a good team. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's all I all wanted right. to say about the Cowboys. They're five at five B. Well, that is our um, our rankings for the final week of the uh, NFL season. Um, as of right now, we don't. The only thing we have for sure locked up is the uh, both one seeds. Uh, so that'd be the um, e, uh, Ravens for the AFC and the Niners for the NFC. Um, all the other seeding will come after this week. Um, so cu- currently the race, um, I'm not even getting into it. There's so many different numbers that could go into who will be where, what will be what. Um, so there's there's no point in doing all that right now. Um, but let's let's do our fantasy football recap. It's finally over. Yeah, recap or recap? <laughs> recap because my head's on something else right now. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so let's talk a little fantasy and then wrap this up. <laughs> um, so, guess who's the back-to-back champ in redraft? Back-to-back, fans. Back-to-back. I was the sixth seed. I was counted out by both these motherfuckers. They, they, they didn't even think I was going to make the playoffs. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you said you're winning out, I didn't believe it, but I still thought you were going to make the playoffs. I won out. I told the whole world my plan, and I executed, Okay executed i said i was gonna make the six seed and i was gonna win the fuck out guess what obijan kenobi owned by jonathan champ champ all luck. you had the second best team you had the second best team in the league you know why because i had the best team in the league champ where, where did you finish fifth sixth third, or third no, Nick I think finished, finished third. Uh, fourth, sir. Nick finished should've, third. Should have been third. I got. But, I lost last week. That's the only. Pro- that was the only reason. My, I had like the best. I had like the most points in both leagues. But Jonathan, just, you do know what I'm going to say about this week. I would have beat you. I would have beat you this week. I, that don't. That, me that don't mean shit. <laughs> I was. You got, you got lucky. Y'all, y'all were not in the chip, and I was, and I am the winner back to back. You put a man with 52 points on your bench and still somehow won. Talk about luck. Still beat you. Talk on about your head, luck. Kid. On your head, kid. Champ. I scored, I scored 80 more points against you. You had an easy road to the, to the finals. You had 130 less points against you. You had one week less against you than I did, essentially. Dub. Undeserved. Champ. The champ Undeserved. is here. Let's talk Dynasty, though. Dynasty's going to get exciting now. Jimmy won third place. He got his money back. Um, Solid team. Let me just say, also have the most points scored in this league. (laughs) Solid team. He put up 142. Uh, Yes, I agree. Uh, But we... Jimmy's third place. Um, So now we'll go into the Dynasty offseason, which will be very interesting. Nick has four first-rounders. Uh, Sam Howell's a question. Is he going to be the starter next year? Who knows? Uh, so now that leaves Nick with no quarterbacks. Um, Jimmy 
Jimmy's team looks really fucking good, and he has a first-round pick this year. If Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's being carried by his backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who's been very good. Um, and he's got, he's got, uh, Brock Purdy. Um, he's got AR AR coming back next year. Jimmy's got a very potent team. Very potent team. Look the fuck out. If, if a quarterback drops to me at 108, look the fuck out. Well, I'm going to tell you right now who I'm between at 104. Okay. Whoa, 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 time out, time out. Before you say that. It's a little spicy. Wait, before you say that, it's not guaranteed that you're at the 104. What? You might be at the 103. Why? Because if Jack doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Oh, that's true. You take his pick away and we all move up. That's true. All right, but if I'm at 104, this is my plan. This is my offseason plan. I'll give it to you guys right now because I'm not scared. You honestly can take it because you know who the first three people are. I am going. Well, Nick's in front of me. So, Nick, who are you between at? Well, you're taking any of those three that fall to you, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm taking any of those three. Okay. At the 103. What if? What if? Well, well, let's name them. Let's name them. Let's let's, listen. All right. So, top three consensus is Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Drake May. Now, I have a scenario for you, Nick. Say Marvin Harrison, I mean, Caleb Williams and Drake May goes 1-2. What do you do at 3? Do you go, do you pass on M- Marvin Harrison Jr. and take quarterback? I mean, I have to look more into it. Right now, I could tell you, probably not pass up on him because I do have the next three picks after you. That's fair, but, uh, okay. So you, but like I, said, I, have to, I have to, like, analyze that while I do my research. So you'd have him, you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and the fourth best quarterback at worst. Yeah. I think that's the play. Yeah. I would have the fourth and the fifth. Well, the third, the third and the fourth. Okay, so you're taking you're taking two quarterbacks. I mean, I kind of have to. I can't win a two quarterback league without two quarterbacks. That's right. Well, this this helps this this helps my decision. Now I have to maybe No, but this helps my decision making because now I have to push a little harder to make a trade with you. Hey man, the tables off. I mean, the tables are up, but I, I haven't looked Nick, at it yet, so I can't uh, give you a final answer. I'll, I'll have a better offer for you. I have more assets. The offers will be there. Uh, but which, which one at, I take, I'm not sure. At 104, this is how I have my board right now. At 104, if Nick makes a play where he's desperate, he's desperate at 103, and he said, "Fuck it, I'm taking Jaden Daniels." I have Marvin Harrison Jr. Generational talent. Okay. That's if Nick gets desperate for a quarterback. Because after Jaden Daniels, it tears down a lot. Okay? They're, these these other guys aren't as good as many think. Um, but my play is to see what Nick does. Because Nick Nick's going to be an interesting spot, especially if Sam Howell isn't the starter next year. He's not going to have one starting quarterback. So here's my thing. If Jack doesn't get his pick revoked, I'm I'm almost positive I get a quarter I get a quarterback at three. Because he well, has you, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. You'd be I mean two. if he does no, I'm saying if he doesn't get it revoked and he has his pick. Yeah. He's definitely taking a wide receiver with the team he has. Now That's... if he gets his pick revoked and now I'm at two, now it all depends on if um if he takes Marvin Harrison or Caleb. Well, he wouldn't have a pick. No, oh, no, the I'll guy ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, the guy ahead of you. No, no, yeah, I get you. But for me, I'm between two people at 104. Based on how I feel the draft's going to fall, I'm between Jaden Daniels 
And LSU wide receiver products, always, always good. Malik Neighbors. Those are any LSU wide receiver. If they're going to say they're going to be good, they're going to be good. Trust me. Jimmy's shaking his head because he wants Malik Neighbors. Because they're they're already comparing him to Stephon Diggs. Already. He's going to be him. You know I like Diggs. He's going to be him. So that's who I'm between. You know like, it depends on how my like offseason goes. It really depends. Like if I can get an offer for a quarterback or I trade up, I trade. I'm, I'm going to try to trade for another one of Nick's picks. We're going to see how pricey he's going to be. Um, but we'll see. That's something we'll talk about a little closer. Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, yeah. what are you looking at? I know you're 107, so it's kind of hard to tell. But um, Jimmy's got for lies on what I do. I mean, are you, are you? Yeah. What do you? What position are you looking to fill? Like, I really, I really got a problem, and I, I think really what you have to do is you have to take the best player available. Yeah. I don't think you should stretch for the most mid of mid quarterbacks in the prospect rankings because they're the sixth quarterback off the board. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I have to take the best player available. If Brock Bowers falls to me, I have to take him. If yeah. Rome yeah. Odunes from from Washington falls to me, I have to take him. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just draft the best prospect and you just have to go with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not I'm obviously not going to draft Kool-Aid McKinstry, shout out to that name because he's a cornerback, but um I can't I can't stretch for a quarterback because I I you know, I just can't. Like Penix is Penix is probably a second rounder. Yeah. I can't go for him. Well, you gotta remember, Penix might be a first rounder. We are in Superflex. You know how these guys fucking value quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have to see. Like, but is Penix gonna be better than Odunes? Like, or Odunze? I don't know how. You, I don't even know how you say. Yeah, it. yeah. I I know what you're. I know who you're getting at. Is it, like no, if I, Brock Bowers, if Brock Bowers is falling, we should maybe make a vote. Tight end premium. Yeah, that'd be cool. But how does tight end premium work? It's two points per reception. Two points. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. He, there are some dog tight ends now. He just wants Trey McBride to have like 40 a game. I do oh, like me. his uh, argument, though, that um, quarterbacks should get point one for uh, pass completions. Yeah, yeah I so mean, this, uh, I sent this in the chat and uh, let me know what you guys think. You know, shout out, shout out us on Twitter or whatever. Or comment on us at the uh you listen to the podcast, but basically what I thought was each completion should be one tenth of a point. So every 10 completions, you get a point for the quarterback. Who cares? So now, like if yeah. he goes for 50 completions, you get five points. Yeah. No, yeah. I, think I mean, a good idea. that's something we got to bring up in the chat, you know, and it, it just it furthermore adds more value to quarterbacks, right? Because that's this league. Our league we're in is so quarterback driven that you're going to have guys that should be surefire first rounders fall because quarterbacks are going to go high higher than you guys think you gotta remember that when we did our our first draft like the quarterbacks were gone first like four picks were the first quarterbacks the four you know like the first maybe by the 10th round there was no quarterbacks left and at that point you're just taking scraps so the quarterbacks are going to go high just keep that in mind guys um i'm definitely between one or the other, I definitely need a quarterback, so it's probably in my best interest to do so. Um, but to get a talent like Malik Neighbors is <laughs> something I don't want to pass up. That's the issue. That's what I mean. And like, I feel like there's a little bit more of a decision to be made at the top. 
Yeah. Like once you get towards the, in my opinion, if, if, so I'm 108. If seven quarterbacks go in front of me or six quarterbacks go in front of me, I am not drafting a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are you going to draft? You're going to draft a backup quarterback for like the Patriots? Yeah. No, just going to sit on, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point? And and like at at, at the 104, it's like, all right. So I'm sitting here. I can take Jaden Daniels, who is the Heisman winner. Uh, He's got good measurables, you know. Um, nothing crazy. Like he doesn't jump out. He's not a Caleb Williams, right? Um, but uh, same. Uh, but you know, he. What do I do? You know, you have Malik Neighbors, who could be a general. He he may even be better than uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, so it's just tough. It's really tough, and uh, that's something we're just gonna have to scout and evaluate as uh, real GMs over here. Yeah, and what's a shame is probably the best prospect of the draft is probably ours for being like the best tight end prospect you know what like maybe one of them maybe i'm capping a little bit but really like he's probably he's probably the best tight end prospect in the last 10 years and he's he's worthless in our league in all honesty yeah yeah no yeah definitely crazy i agree um but all right guys that was uh that was a pretty quick episode today we uh we had a little fun today talked a little bit about uh people in the gym uh baseball football you know how we do it every week ladies and gentlemen we'll be back next week don't you worry about it we ain't we ain't taking a break i told you when our next break is all right nick's gotta go i gotta go jimmy doesn't have to go but we're gonna go so ballpark beef will catch you next week make sure to check us out every wednesday at 8 p.m thank you for listening and peace to fuck out